All right, hey everybody, welcome to the Mercenary Musician Podcast. My name's Peter Coulter. My name's Chad Broussard, and today we're going to be talking about tipping etiquette. This is a good topic, I like this one. So, when I started out, um, I kind of approached the thing without realizing how important tips were, and when I run into people who are just getting started, I still hear people say like, hey, things like, should I have a tip jar? Which is where I'm sitting right now sounds ridiculous, but I can see how when you first start out, you'd think like, are tip jars appropriate? Mm-hmm. Do I, are tips really important? Is it a big part of my pay? And part of my story was I started out, my first professional gig was playing bass guitar in the pit, in the orchestra pit in a musical theater when I was in uh, eighth grade and, and all through high school. And that, obviously, you're not getting tipped. You're just getting a paycheck from uh, theater. Um, so that is kind of how I started approaching it when I when I started doing the uh, solo cover thing full time. Um, I started. I, I had a tip jar. Uh, sometimes I'd forget it at home. I like didn't consider it a big deal. I didn't consider soliciting, asking for tips, part of the thing. I just thought I was a guy who comes in and plays music, and basically that's the job. And the vast majority of my pay comes from the bar, who is paying me to entertain their crowd. And uh, that kind of made sense to me for a while. And I started, really what changed my changed my perspective on this was meeting more musicians. And uh, uh, I have a particular friend in mine who would tell me like, yeah, I made like $120 in tips last night. And I was like, whoa, that's like almost, you know, it's it's not negligible. That's like that can that can almost double your pay depending on if your price floor is one fifty for for three hours, or if you do a two hour gig that's one fifty. Making a, a buck twenty in tips is no small deal. That's a it's a huge thing. And if you add that up over four, five, six, seven gigs a week, um, over the course of a year, I mean, seven gigs a week. If you're making let's say just a hundred bucks, averaging a hundred bucks in tips, I don't mean to say just a hundred bucks in tips average. That'd be a pretty sweet average. <laughs> Um, but if you're, you know, that's 700 bucks a week on top of, you know, on top of your base pay. Anyway, I tell you all that to tell you that tipping tips are important. It's a a big part of your income. It's going to be a big part of your income. And it is one of the big differences between I, I was making something like 500 bucks a week for quite a while. And now I'm making something like 2000 to 2,500 bucks a week. And a big part of that is my tips. So, on that note, we're going to get into tipping etiquette. First thing is, don't be afraid to mention the tip jar. A lot of musicians find this uncomfortable, distasteful to, to like, like it's kind of like they have their hand out begging. Don't be afraid of that. There is a way to do it. I mean, there's definitely a way to do it that's offensive, but there's there are ways to do it that are fun and make it, make it, can even be a, a even if it didn't, uh, results in more money for you would be a fun part of the show anyway. It'd be something that the uh, audience would enjoy. There are jokes about the tip jar that are yeah. funny and people people laugh about it. And Use it as a prop. Use it as a prop, yeah. Um, keep the approach pretty lighthearted about it, but don't be afraid to bring it up. You should bring it up a few times a set at least. A lot of people just don't even think about it. They just aren't. Uh, I've had people, I have people probably at every show kind of look up like, does he have a tip jar? It's like they don't know. Um, so letting them know a lot of times there are people who would tip, but just aren't thinking of it. They're just doing their own thing. They're having a conversation. They're having a meal. They're enjoying the music. They're enjoying your jokes. They're enjoying your banter, whatever. And they just aren't thinking of it and they walk out. But 
had you said, by the way, I'm Peter Coulter. I've got tip jar up here. If you like the music, feel free to throw some money at me. No problem. No pressure, but I appreciate, you know, something nice and light like that and just polite. And uh, that can be the difference between somebody who would have given you five bucks and not just looking up me like, oh, yeah, shit, here's five bucks. Where should you keep it displayed? You should. So this is actually something I've kind of played with a bit over the last few months, really. It's kind of a recent thing that's changing, partly because of COVID. We're, We're in Florida, so it's a little bit of the Wild West down here during COVID. Everything's been open for for quite a while, but I didn't want to have a tip jar right next to me singing on a microphone. You know, I wanted to, I didn't want to like lure people close to my mouth. <laughs> you know what I mean? I have been keeping it kind of further away from me because of that, because I don't want to do that. You know, lure people close to my face. <laughs> but uh, I find that having your tip jar far away from you makes it hard to to associate with you. You really want it to be pretty close to you, uh, and you want it to be elevated so that people can see it for the most part if you if you possibly can i will usually put it on a stool or a chair so that it's up um this is not like at foot level yeah but i i generally find that near you is the way to go uh there's kind of a a balancing act here if there's a if there's foot traffic going by like if you're playing in a mall you want it to be near the foot traffic you know for the most part but you also want it, it it's i think more important that it's near you because people want to be able to look at the musician Say, oh, I like this, and then in the same view, go, oh, a tip jar. Mm-hmm. Like they, they want to know if you bump into a tip jar, like as you're walking down through the mall, and you look down, you don't know what it's for, and you like people aren't people. You don't want people to have to analyze what the fuck is going on to get that they should tip you, right? It should be, oh, one unit. There's a musician with a tip jar, you know. So that I have found definitely changes the the input of tips having it close to you um should you do anything to it to kind of get it to stand out instead of just like a simple jar yeah so i've actually i've played with different things with this over the years i put lights on mine i put little like um battery operated christmas lights uh i like a big tip jar for that kind of similar reason you want it to be visible you want people from the back of the room to be able to see that you have a tip jar. Tip jar. So, yep, big old. I used to, it was a cheese balls jug for a while. It said tips on it in big, bold letters. That worked extremely well for me. I got a new thing now that's like a, kind of like a, a bucket. It's like a square kind of bucket um, that's kind of colorful. It's got, I got lights on it. Um, I don't have tips written on it yet. I think I'm going to because at least one person uh, a week at least, I'd say maybe even one person a gig comes up and is like, is, where, uh, is this the tip jar? And like, they don't know because it doesn't say tips on. Again, you want this to be no brainer for people. You want this to be simple, simple. It should probably be, I'm, you know, now that I'm talking about it out loud, I'm going to put tips on mine. <laughs> you know, I'm going to write, write a sign. I do have a sign that uh, I, I put to the side of it that says, it's like a little felt board or whatever, letter letter sign. It says, Tips, please. And then it's got my Venmo on there. That's another kind of thing that is a fairly recent development. That also has lights on it. Um, I'm still figuring out how to get that elevated. It's It pretty much usually sits on the floor. And I've found that it... I, I, I have gotten, a, I think, more Venmo tips. It's hard to say. You know, this correlation is not necessarily causation. But uh, I have been trying to figure out how to how to get that elevated so people can see it better. Yeah, I think the the general theme here we're going to talk about like we kind of always do the telescoping, talk about general themes 
and then zoom in, zoom out, talk about general themes and talk about more specific ideas. So the general theme is you want this tip jar to be visible, easily associated with you. Um, you want people to know what it is, where it is. You want people to be able to, you know, people are shy a lot of times. You want people to be able to feel confident that they can stand up from their table, walk right over, drop money in and walk back to their table without like having a weird, awkward, you know, thing happen. Yeah. Like you want people to be able to easily envision themselves giving you a tip. So there's a big old obvious tip jar that says tips on it. That helps. That's like right next to you. That helps. Um, elevated so they can see it from the back. They don't have to come up and search around. That helps. Definitely recommend having Venmo. I don't have cash, uh, cash app. I know some people do, but I don't. I just think Venmo is so much more popular and it's, I mean, Cash App is, is simple enough. If you want to do Cash App too, do it. If uh, This might be a regional thing. If Cash App is super popular among your group of people that you know, then maybe you want that too. Um, I highly recommend that. I'd probably average. I mean, it's pretty often that I get no Venmo tips. I've played to a lot of older crowds, but I probably average 10, 15 bucks in Venmo tips a gig because sometimes I'll make 100 bucks in, on Venmo and sometimes I'll make 70 and sometimes I'll make 20 and sometimes I'll make five and sometimes it'll be days where I don't make any. But, you know, on average, if I make 10, 15 bucks, you know, I play hundreds of gigs a year. That's thousands of dollars. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I get kind of off topic here. We're talking about the tip jar. It wasn't off topic. Yeah, all right. Keep it displayed, obviously, Anything visible. You should be keeping Lights. Yeah. Uh, this is another kind of, a, kind of a little trick here. You should pin a bill to the edge of it um, with, like, a paper clip. I use duct tape um, underneath it. So I, like kind of folded piece of duct tape over itself so that it's got two sides and I stick a 20. I use a 20 now. Uh, I started with a one I moved to a five then I moved to a 10 and now I'm at a 20. I'm kind of just experimenting with it. Like I don't want to scare people away by putting a 20 on there. I don't think it, it has that effect. I think it just catches people's eye. It like doesn't. people, a, a bill catches people's eye. If they see a bill hanging out of something, people look twice at it and it's just another thing that's like, Oh, what, there's, oh, that's money. That's where you put money if you like the musician. And it's just, it just gets people primed for it. Yeah. Um, also, putting a, I think putting a 20 on there lets people know that if you really like it, a 20 is not inappropriate. You know. So anyway, I've got a 20 up there. The funny thing about that is maybe a couple times a week, you'll have somebody, usually a little kid, come up and be like, oh, I'm trying to put this 20 in. It needs to go in. It needs to go in. And it's like it's on their tape for a reason. It's just like – and so this is – it'll – be prepared if you're going to do that, that you got to talk to a kid gently. You got to say like, Hey, that's actually stuck on there. Um, for, you know, leave that alone. That's the bait dollar, you know? Prop. Uh, yeah, it's a prop. Exactly. So that's, that's, I call it that the bait dollar. And it's, uh, usually that'll get a chuckle when I say that, when somebody like tries to, I've had adults try to put it in too. And it's like, you know, that's, that actually stays there. That's the bait dollar. Sometimes it'll get a chuckle and sometimes it'll get like a, a bait that doesn't make me feel very, you know, uh, I've gotten that vibe, but uh, I don't think it's ever affected anything. Can't say for sure, but if you want to call it a bait dollar when someone asks about it, then you can do that. Uh, is there anything else you can put by the tip jar? Kind of give yourself some free marketing? Yeah, definitely. I put business cards up there, and I highly recommend everybody do that because it gives you a great reason to mention the tip jar in a way that's not like tip me. So you want to be able to mention the tip jar as often as possible, really. But just saying after every song, hey, I've got a tip jar, you can put money in it over and over and over again, that will, that's not a good look, I don't think. So if you put your business cards up there by the tip jar and you say, hey, everybody, 
if you like the solo thing that I'm doing here, I say solo thing because I'm also in a band. If you like the the music that I'm that I'm doing up here, feel free to, you know, follow me on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, most importantly, Venmo, Peter Coulter Music with a K, K-O-L-T-E-R, Peter Coulter Music. I've also got business cards right up here by the tip jar. I don't say it like that, but I'm just accent, accenting it for you. So yeah, I've also got business cards up here by the tip jar. If you'd like a business card, come on, grab one. They're right here by the tip jar. <laughs> you know, and it gives you a reason to mention the tip jar without soliciting for tips every single time. You want to stay near your tip jar as much as you can, even on breaks. This is kind of a something I... I I learned over the years that people want to be seen tipping. They don't want to, I've even had people tip me in the break when I'm going to get food or something and come find me and say, Hey, you were really good. I threw some money in your tip jar. Cause they want you to know that they're tipping you. It's almost like, it's almost like a waste of money to not be appreciated for tipping, you know, to, to some people. And it, to, to some extent. They want you to know that you appreciated the music enough to tip them. That's like part of the thing is they want a good feeling from it. Yeah, it's a, it's a good, it might be a whole different podcast episode to talk about the, just the psychology of why people tip, but that is a big reason is they want to be, uh, partly they want to be seen by other members of the audience. Look, I've got, I've got money. I enjoy music. I'm, I know what to do here. I'm kind of culturally sensitive to this thing. But they also want you as the as the musician to see. So stick around by the tip jar if you can. Uh, at some gigs, I'll go get my food and I'll eat it next to the tip jar. Like that's uh, like if there's a table nearby, I'll, I'll do that. And I've also had people who've been sitting there enjoying the show the whole day. Clear like to me looked like they were clearly going to tip and I take a break and they're gone by the time I get back. And some, sometimes, you know, with no tip. The only way I'd know that really is if there weren't very many tips in the jar, but it, it definitely happens. I will say this though. Some of those people are just, they were never going to tip anyway. They're just looking for a non-awkward way to be like, oh, this guy knows I enjoyed it, but I don't want him to see me walk out without tipping him because that would be awkward, which frankly, you know, if you're in the audience watching music and enjoying it and clapping, you don't have to tip, but you should. You know, it's, it's, you should, it, you look really cheap if you're clapping and going, woo, this is great. I love this. And then you leave without tipping. It just looks cheap. $1 is, you know, enough to not do yeah. that. You know, I'll be honest. <laughs> Even when somebody comes up and puts a dollar in, there's a reptile brain part of me that's like, oh, come on, man, a dollar. <laughs> but, but you always, here's a, here's a big part of tipping etiquette. Always, always, always say thank you sincerely smile because you it's a tip right you didn't it's not part of your contractual obligation it's on top of it's it's a tip it's something that somebody did not have to give you but they did i'll tell you this here's an here's i take this to what some people might call a bit of an extreme when somebody puts coins in my tip jar which is by the way if you're an audience member don't fucking do that even quarters it's like i mean come on man mhm even quarters <laughs> um, it's just like, it, it, it's just not, it doesn't feel right. It's just like something weird about it. If it's not quarters, you're absolutely wrong to do it. Just like, don't even think about that. Quarters are like on a borderline. If you give me four quarters or three quarters, it's like, okay, at least this is like money that is, that actually means something in some way, maybe like for a toll. <laughs> but I mean, dimes pennies i've had people throw fucking dimes nickels and pennies in my t i don't want your fucking change dude i don't want that you know little kids do it in that case 
I mean, they're little kids. It seems like a lot of money to them. But even then, even when an adult who should know better puts dimes and nickels and pennies into my tip jar, I say, thank you so much. Because you know what? I mean, even if they were trying to be a dick about it, which they're, I don't think they ever are, really. They just don't, they just don't know, right? Mm-hmm. But even if they're trying to be a dick about it, the right response is, oh, thank you so much. Kill them with kindness. That's kind of a, a good backup rule, background rule for, for this whole job anyway. But um, you say, man, thank you so much for a couple of reasons. Saying thank you over the microphone when somebody approaches the tip jar signals to the rest of the audience that somebody has tipped you. It signals to the rest of the audience that you are somebody worthy of tipping. Somebody's doing it. It signals to the audience that you're thankful for whatever tip you're going to get, that you're going to say thank you when they come up. It just, it's, it's good. I, I will say thank you to people as, they're le- as they leave a lot of times, almost, almost just to, to put, to maybe even if they didn't tip or anything, thank you guys for coming in. I appreciate you. Thank you. As they're walking out to signal to the rest of the audience that maybe these people did tip. I'm thanking them just for being here, you know? Yeah. So the, the tip share should be pretty large. I'd say large enough. So it almost never looks full. That's a, a good move. You, you don't like when a tip jar looks full, there's a psychology thing that goes on here where people just go, Oh, he's got enough. He doesn't need mine. Um, or my $5 isn't going to even make a difference. Look, there's 200 bucks in there. $5 is nothing, you know. If it gets, I, I used to have a smaller tip jar, and when it got full during a gig, I would empty some of it out. I'd pull like three quarters of it out so that it looked empty again. That Do that. Don't don't let your tip jar overflow. Uh, if you're doing, if you're finishing up your set, you should, usually I'll announce two songs before or or maybe just one song before, that I'm about to take a break. I don't just play through and be like, okay, I'm taking a break. Bye. And walk away. I say, all right, I got one more song or two more songs. I'm taking a short break. I'll be right back. Everybody. Thank you so much. You know, give them a warning because a lot of times people are waiting. They, they're, they're like eating their food and they, they're waiting. They, they do want you to see them tip, but they are just doing something right now. They don't want to just get up immediately and tip. They're procrastinating like everyone does. And you say, okay, I got one more song left. I'm taking a short break. Uh, and I'll be right back after that. Here we go. You start playing the song. A lot of times you'll see people get up and tip you at that moment because they're like, okay, I might not be here at the end of, by the time he comes back from break. I haven't tipped him yet. I'm enjoying this. I want him to see me tip and he's getting up for a break. So I'm going to tip him right now. Mm-hmm. So we, like that, that is pretty common. So give people a little heads up so that like cue, that's like a cue for them to come, come tip you. The very, uh, oftentimes at the very last set, I'll, I'll even make another tip joke out of it. And I'll say, thank you guys so much for being here. I got one more song left. It's been a real treat playing for you. Um, I, I'm Peter Coulter. If you want a business card, they're right up here by the tip jar. Um, if you're a procrastinator and you've been meaning to tip, now's your chance. I got one more song. You know, I got one more song left. So, uh, no pressure, you know, blah, blah, blah. But uh, it's up here if you if you want. I'm also on Venmo, Peter Coulter Music with a K, K-O-L-T-E-R, Peter Coulter Music. And that's, you know, another little added thing. You can just, like, make a direct comment about tips. Um, you can do it. Make it a joke. Make it light. Make it not sound like you're begging, first of all. And make it not sound like you're expecting it and, like, chastising people for not tipping you. Yeah, you can take the pressure off and put it on the servers and bartenders. Definitely also a good move. I do that all the time where... I'll say, hey, you know, I do accept tips. I got a tip jar up here. Um, feel free to just throw throw money at me. I don't mind that at all. But I will say this. Tipping musicians isn't, strictly speaking, 
mandatory. Tipping bartenders and servers pretty much is. Mm -hmm. Please take care of them. They're working really hard. They have real jobs, unlike myself. You know, a little self-deprecation in there. And, uh, yeah, it lets you mention a tip, like, mention a tip and then put it back on the bartenders and servers and be like, look, really, though, if you're only going to tip one person in here today, make it your server because they're working really hard. It's a tough job. And it, it gives another, like, okay, this guy's not begging. He's just mentioning that tipping is a possibility for us. Very rarely have people complain about you mentioning the tip jar. It's it's pretty rare um, to people do it directly to you. It's, it's almost borders on heckling, which is also fairly rare. But has happened to you? But has happened a, a few times, yeah. <laughs> I had one that was almost the opposite of, of complaining, actually, but I, I should tell this story first. Um, this guy, I was, I was overdoing it. I was uh, still, this is one of those kind of trial and error things where I, I learned that there is a way to overdo it. There's a way to to do it too much and make it feel like begging or make it feel like expectation. And I was doing that, and this guy had tipped me, and he was really engaged in the show. He loved it. He was having a great time, and he was like one of the only ones. That's why I was act, acting kind of desperately. It's because I was annoyed. I was putting on a good show, and only one guy was noticing. And I was like, all right, I got a tip jar. You know, I kind of was like frustrated, mentioned it. And uh, the guy's like, oh, you don't have to beg, Peter, <laughs> you know. And I was like, yeah, I know. I'm sorry. You know, so he was like, he had tipped me. He was engaged in the show. He was like an ally, an ally of mine, you know, but that was kind of, it was, it was an eye opening moment. I was like, okay, even this guy who likes me is noticing that that's not right. Mm -hmm. If you mention the tip jar and somebody is paying attention, usually if they're paying attention, they're on your side already. Mm -hmm. Like the people who are going to be angry about it or are going to be like, ah, fuck this guy are the people who aren't, who are ignoring you anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like mentioning the tip jar. The, the only people it's going to piss off are people who, first of all, weren't going to tip you anyway. Yeah. You know, um, if somebody's, if you do it right, if you do it in a lighthearted, fun manner, um, if you do it in like a judgmental, weird way, like I've done before. I mean, I, I feel like I've only done it once or twice, but I've kind of like, you, you know, you push and you find the line and then you back it up from the line. Pretty much if you... This is why I this is why I encourage I'd say err on the side of mentioning the tip jar more than not because again the people who are going to be pissed off by it aren't fucking paying attention to you they don't care yeah. they're just like yeah okay whatever unless you do it in a in a like an overtly annoying way that's like man I have now I have to look up you're shrieking about a tip jar I have to look up and stop what I'm doing because you're making so much noise about or whatever you know. But you're not going to do that. Yeah, people who are going to be annoyed by something like that are already annoyed by the music. <laughs> they're, they're annoyed that there's live music or they're just totally ignoring it and don't give a shit. I think I'd like to go over just a few kind of concrete ways you can mention the tip jar, things that will, things that I use to mention the tip jar that usually go over well and get, often get a laugh, um, which is which is really what you're looking for. If you can make a joke about the tip jar, you're winning. That's that's what you want to do. I'm going to start, though, with not jokes, but just the really basic stuff. Hey, thank you so much for your tips. They're never expected, but they are always appreciated. Thank you so much. I already mentioned how you should bring up tipping the other staff because it just kind of gets people thinking about, oh, tips, that's something I should do. Again, when you thank somebody, thank them over the microphone. Um, and actually here's a little joke that goes, that goes along with that. <laughs> so somebody, somebody tips you, you say, Hey, thank you so much. And, uh, if you're like, if you're in between songs, if you're, if you're in the middle of a song is a little different in between songs, hey, thank you so much. And then you could say to the audience, by the way, everybody, when you hear me say thank you to somebody out of nowhere, 
I'm actually thanking someone for throwing money into my tip jar. Anybody could do that at any time. You know, it's like a little bit of a joke. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, a lot of times you can close these, especially if you're getting a groan and not a laugh. He's like, hey, no pressure, but it is greatly appreciated. Thank you very much. Another one. So for, for mentioning Venmo, I use this one that uh, like 80, 90% of the time gets a laugh of some kind, usually from younger people because they know what Venmo is. I'm Peter Coulter. You can follow me on social media, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and by far most importantly, Venmo. Peter Coulter Music with a KKOLT. And you'll usually get somebody go, ha, 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 Venmo is most important because it's money. You know, it's just like these are kind of like lame dad jokes, but they they work. Um, they work to just kind of like keep, they don't have to be hilarious. They don't, you don't have to be, you know, like funny, like really genuinely gut, gut busting funny. It just has to put across the idea that you're kind of joking. It's not that big a deal. You're just messing around. Obviously, tips would be appreciated, but if not, it's not the end of the world. It's not like I'm starving without these. I would say always, always thank people for tipping, even like even when it seems just as your as your general rule, not even general rule, a rule all the time. Anytime somebody puts money into your tip jar, thank them. If it's a penny. If it's uh, in the middle of a song, anytime somebody puts money in your tip jar, you should be thanking them every time. You know, a big part of this is try to be genuinely grateful about tips. That will make this easier. If you really can connect with the fact that, man, somebody is taking money out of their pocket that they earned and are giving it to me when they don't have to, that's something to be grateful for. That's a nice thing. And just, you know, just be grateful for it and express it. What else we got? Oh, another fun thing about Venmo that is, I think, actually kind of a legitimately funny joke. I'll say like, hey, you know, uh, you can tip me on Venmo, Peter Coulter Music with a K. The great thing about Venmo, folks, you could tip me every single day for the rest of our lives if you wanted to, <laughs> you know, and that all that pretty much always gets a laugh. People like that one if, if they're paying attention. Are we ready for the recap? I think it's time for the tip jar recap. The tip jar recap. Okay. So... You want to start? Yeah. All right, yeah. go for it. The first thing we talked about is having the tip jar in general and how in the beginning you might not be familiar with whether or not you should have one. And it it's going to benefit you greatly the sooner you have one out and available. Uh, as Peter had mentioned, in today's day and age with COVID regulations, it might be the best idea to kind of distance the tip jar from yourself. I mean, not far enough that it's... It needs to be like in the same frame as you. When somebody looks over, it should be a musician with a tip jar, not a musician. Maybe I'll search around for a tip jar yeah. or, oh, a tip jar. Who does this belong to? It needs to be like associated with you. It has to be close to you. Yeah. And you want it to be large enough so it never looks full. And if for any reason it is starting to fill up when you take a break, go ahead and remove some of the bills from it. If for any reason it starts to fill up, if you don't suck, it should fill up. Yeah. And if you don't <laughs> I'm, suck. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You're in the right place. <laughs> yeah. So like Peter said, go ahead and dress it up a little bit. He's got lights on his, which I think is an awesome idea. You should definitely have lights. Oh, there was one more thing before we finish the recap. I'm yeah. sorry, everybody. Okay, so you can kind of create little events. And this is actually something that's not just about the tip jar. Um, you want to kind of create little events within the show like, oh, the sun is setting. That means something is happening, everybody. Or, oh, that's happy hour is starting or whatever, you know. You want to, like, know these. You want to be able to, like, mark things throughout time. One of the things you can do 
If you're playing outside, as I do very often, you want to say like, okay, it looks like it's nighttime now, so I got a very special thing happening, everybody. Check it out. And I'll go turn the lights on on my tip jar. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And it's like, okay, it's nighttime now. My, my tip jar lights are on. You know, and it's just like little things like that give you something to talk about, make you feel like more of an event, make you feel like more of an entertainer rather than a jukebox with legs. And that, so that we're going to talk about that later too in a little more depth, but that is just one example of kind of creating events in your, in your sets that is related to the tip jar. So something like that, where if you have lights on your tip jar, it gives you another opportunity to mention it and say like, Hey, look. It's nighttime, so I'm turning my lights on my tip jar. Look at this. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and I'll, I'll even talk to the audience sometimes just about my tip jar, about, you know, <laughs> and just say, yeah, just like, hey, look, I'm like constantly working on this tip jar. Like, look, it's got a, I get, it's got lights on it. Or, you know, excuse me, hit the table. You know, it's got, look, it's got lights on it. Aren't these cool? Like, you can just talk about the thing itself. And say, like, look, I made this. Yeah, that's the thing. Make it a prop, make it a part of your act. Yep. It's okay to name them too. Yes. You know? Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. TJ, tip jar. Yeah. I love yeah, it. You can be a Chip. member of the band. Chip, the tip jar. There you go. Tippy. Tippy. Tippy Longstocking. Uh, and keep in mind, if you already have business cards, which you should by the time you're doing this, and or promo CDs, merch, it's a good idea to keep that by the tip jar. It mm-hmm. gives you another reason to reference it. Yep. Definitely. Keep stuff by the tip jar. Ah, oh, man. Now, now that we're going through the recap, I'm remembering stuff. Something something else that I know is is big in different environments. I know like in Nashville, for instance, people will walk around like they'll have the singer if they're in a band. The singer will walk around with like a, a portable mic and uh, with the tip jar in their hand and like really heavy solicit tips. I don't do that. Uh, I'm not sure that it's appropriate for a solo musician to do that because obviously you wouldn't be but in, in, in a band. The band is like vamping. They're playing, you know, they're playing the same playing something over and over again while the musician goes. So the band's still doing something. But if you're doing a solo guy, you'd just be walking around in silence or during break music with your tip jar. I don't, I just don't think it's a good look. I think that that will seem like begging um, in our, in our envi- in my environment at least. But I know that culturally that can change from place to place. I know that in Nashville, a lot of these bands don't get paid like at all by the bars because there's so many bands and it's like super high uh, super high supply and I mean, there's high demand too, but the supply is like just super high. So bands will oftentimes play for free in these bars just for tips. Um, and so they like really solicit tips. You could try it. You, you could try it. Give it a shot. And let me know how it balls. goes. You can hand that tip jar to the first person you see in the line and say, Hey, pass this back. It's offering. Give it a shot and let me know how it goes. And uh, you know, that, that's a little bit of a tangent here, but that's kind of one great thing about this gig is that you've got I mean I wouldn't do this with your favorite gig ever maybe but you've got (laughs) if you've got six different gigs you're playing it you're playing at six different places you know Mm -hmm. so even if you and I'm not encouraging you to burn bridges obviously but you can test things a little a little more and even if you do lose a gig you got five more gigs yeah and you can replace it with another venue it's not like that's kind of one of the one of it's a good and a bad thing is that you don't you're not working for one company where if you get laid off you're just fucked and you have zero income. Yeah. If you get if you screw it up with one venue, you have more. You're kind of diversified in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not telling you to burn a bridge or to really push your limits with with venues and stuff, really. But like, if you want to try something out, 
try it out. Um, also, it could be a good idea if you're going to try something that's kind of extreme or, or weird like that to talk to the manager and see if they're okay with it. Okay, that was a tangent. No, it was good. All right. <laughs> now, the only last thing I have for the tip jar is just make sure you have your uh, your bait bill. Or yeah, like to clip a clip a that. bill, clip a bill to the edge of the jar. It also helps people know that it's a tip jar. Like my jar doesn't say tips on it, as I mentioned, but it does have a bait dollar on it. So that to me, that's why I thought it would be okay without tips on it. Partly because I've got a little sign, and partly because I've got a bait dollar on it. Yeah. Also, I'd have a sign that says your has your Venmo info on there. What else? Yeah, your business card should also have your Venmo info on it. Yep. Dress up the tip jar, make it stand out. Always be thanking your tippers. Always be thanking your tippers. Thank the audience, too, just for being there, too. But, you know, definitely be thanking people for tips. Make jokes about the tip jar. When you're asking for tips and you should ask for tips, make it light. Make mm-hmm. it fun. Make it not sound desperate or judgmental. Like you think they're cheap, even if they are. <laughs> Thank people. Be grateful. Be be light about the tip jar. But don't, don't not ask. You should ask. And don't stray too far away from the tip jar during your breaks. That's right. Don't stray too far from the tip jar because people want to be seen tipping. Yep. They want to be seen by you tipping. So if you stick around, a lot of times you'll you'll end up with more tips. Some people are looking, like waiting for your break so they can like scoot out. It's like pretty fucking lame. If you're one of the people who does that, I'm sure you're not doing it really consciously, but think about that. Like really, you're going to sit there and visibly enjoy a show and then sneak out when the musician's on a break. Come on, man. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, that, that happens probably once a week. Jeez. It probably happens more often than that. And I just don't notice it because people are, uh, people, you know, people don't, in the same way that people want to be seen tipping, people don't really want to be seen not tipping. Um, you know, so yeah, I, uh, this is actually a, another kind of, kind of an argument for taking fewer breaks, which I've been doing lately. If the crowd is really good, I will take fewer breaks instead of so if I, if it's a 3 hour gig the the textbook answer is two two 15 minute breaks so you do like an hour set and two 45s or something like that you know two 50s and a 55 I think that adds up nope that doesn't add up three 50s right whatever um two 15 minute breaks is kind of the textbook answer for a 3 hour show but Lately, if the crowd is good, I'll take one break right in the middle. I'll take a 20-minute break in the middle or 15-minute break in the middle and get right back to it because the tips are flowing and I don't want... Uh, I, I, I do think people do this kind of just on accident, too. They happen to be leaving while you're not on stage and they're like, oh, I was going to tip him, but he's not there, so who cares? Yes. You know? Yes. Um, you know, I don't think it's, like, malicious necessarily. No. Nope. Um, so the more you're there, the more people are going to be like, okay, I'm leaving now. Oh, I'm going to tip the musician because he's sitting there looking at me, you know, staring. Gawking. Yeah, he's staring at me, drooling. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, where were we? Don't stray too far from your jar during breaks. Always yep. um, thank your audience when you thank somebody. Thank, thank people over the microphone. I think that's it. That wraps it up. Yeah. All right, guys, that concludes tipping etiquette. All right. Good job, everybody. Thanks for listening. Uh, We will see you next time. Well, we won't see you, but we'll hear you next time. Well, we won't hear you, but you'll hear us next time. Yes. Tell your friends. We are now on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Podbean, Mercenary Musicians on Instagram, Facebook as well. Yep. Thanks for listening. Check us out, guys. See ya.